The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. I'm your host, Yue Shu, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host, Julie Kraftchik. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything, from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. We are excited you've joined us for an older episode. While our earlier seasons were all about dating in San Francisco, we quickly realized all the themes and learnings are universal for all daters, so we shifted to covering dating from all around the world as the seasons progress. The fun part is, things happen first in San Francisco, the tech epicenter and counterculture capital of the world. We love for you to keep tuning in to our older episodes, but there is no set order to listen in, so feel free to jump to more recent seasons or relevant episodes for you. Enjoy the show. Do you want to be transported back to being on the beach during your favorite vacation? I certainly do. Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil smells like summer, bottled with all-natural, uplifting notes of mango, mandarin, grapefruit, lime, and cypress. And it's not just about that elevated scent. This body oil is clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and deeply moisturize, leaving skin silky and soft. I've said it before, but I love this product. It feels like I am going to a spa every Every night, and it delivers that coveted post-vacation glow like you just returned from a tropical getaway. Right now, you can get 10% off your first order with our code DATEABLE at OSEAMalibu.com. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean vegan skin and body care from OSEA. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DATEABLE at OSEAMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OSEAMalibu.com and use the code DATEABLE for 10% off. This episode of Dateable is brought to you by 500 Brunches. Meet like-minded people who share your interests over brunch. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show that opens up a candid conversation about dating in San Francisco. And right beside me today, folks, we have the wonderful, talented, and amazing UA. And right beside me, we have the bearded man now, Michael Vargas, who's also (laughs) equally as amazing and talented. On each episode, we dissect a dating story. So this dating story could come from a guest that comes in, or uh, one of us has a dating story, or maybe our producer, Julie. I believe we have a bit of a story from someone today, don't we? Yeah, we have a guest on. Uh, her name's Shirley. Shirley. Shirley, are you there? Hey, how's it going? Uh, oh, oh, Shirley, what's your story? Okay, so this actually happened a few years ago, and it's not all that surprising now, which is the sad part, but I'll I'll tell you and I'll let you guys tell me what you think. But a few years ago, I decided to join Match.com. So I was kind of just sick of like the typical dating I um, wanted to meet some new quality men. So the problem was I wasn't having the best of luck on match. But then one day, this guy messaged me and I felt like I just like hit the jackpot. Like he had like a really great job in like technology, went to an Ivy League school, like the whole package. Um, so I was super excited. We messaged back and forth. Um, his profile said that he was really trying to like get to know someone to have like a deep and meaningful relationship. Um, so I felt like finally met that relationship-minded guy. Very nice. So, yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, he gave me his personal email and phone number. 
So the next day I got a message from him in my Match account just asking if I wanted to meet for a drink that night. So I messaged him and I was like, actually, I can't do tonight, but I would totally be down to like meet for a drink another day. So I get this message back like 10 minutes later. Um, and he's like, I actually saved these text messages. <laughs> so I'm going to pull them up right now. I get a text message from him that's like, I'm actually going to be in Miami next week. If you free up tonight, maybe we could hook up if you're drinking and get in the mood. If you're drinking. So, I mean, I thought it was a little odd. But I also like tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I was a little naive back then. So I texted him back, and I was like, "Sounds good. If not, like, let's connect when you get back. Have a great trip." I get a text message back from him, and it says, "Okay, nice. I liked your picture, and you seem like a nice person. I'm glad you weren't offended by what I just said. If you do get in the mood tonight, I'm sure I could do my best to make you feel good. You Whoa. are hot." Whoa. So I was like, "Okay, this guy's definitely persistent," and I definitely interpreted the earlier ones um, as sexual, even though I was trying to like pretend they weren't. If there was room for debate, I got another text from him. Oh. Uh, and I just want to actually reiterate before I tell you this, <laughs> but th this is now 10 a.m. like on a Saturday. Like this is really early so in the morning. Yeah, like I haven't even people. had a coffee yet. Like I'm like waking up, you know? Yeah. So I get a text message from him that says, you seem like the type of girl I wouldn't mind going down on. Do you like that sort of thing? Oh, or no. perhaps going downtown <laughs> to Powell? No, you know you know what he meant. Anyway, so I was like, is this really happening? Like, am I engaging in a one-way sexting at 10 Wait, in the so morning? Shirley, I just want to clarify. Did you have any vagina photos on your match profile? <laughs> no. I was, like, there looking for, like, a legit relationship. I mean, it's match, too. Like, Tinder, maybe. But, yeah, no. <laughs> so instead of wake and bake, he did um, wake and sexed yeah pretty much so i mean like i'm not a prude person like if i'm in a relationship i like the sexy banner but like Gotta and it's like right at least let's have a drink and let's save it for like 10 p.m not 10 a.m <laughs> why i'm bringing this story up too it's like this was match and this was like a few years ago and like, now on tinder it's like because there's like this screen men feel like they can just say anything i guess like would a man actually say this stuff to a woman in real life Hmm. Michael? <laughs> uh, I think that, yes, that, that does happen in real life, but it's usually at 2 a.m. <laughs> where people, where men are looking to do one of the two Fs, either fight or fuck, <laughs> right? Oh. So at 2 a.m. But uh, I don't think generally at 10 a.m. in the morning after yoga session would they say that type of stuff. Well, you know, okay, so I, I want to play devil's advocate to this. I'm like, the guy at least he's honest, right? He's like setting his intentions. Yeah. He's telling you what he's after, which is your vajay. I mean, it, I, I feel like fine, better this than a bait and switch. That's what I think. That's true. Cause you got like the, like you'll have the people that will wine and dine you. And that's really what they're looking for. Exactly. Well. Like it, what's, what's the point of going through all that hoopla when all he wants to do is sleep with you when he can just cut straight to the chase so you're not like taken aback by it or surprised by it when he asks for it but i feel like match.com is like the one that's known for like people that are more serious relationships like paying for the service a little more like, highbrow yeah. but you know what i would say this shirley he probably has profiles up on everything like i feel like this guy is a numbers guy he's playing yeah. the numbers game he's got something up on match something on tinder it's a hinge he's probably some got something on tindog filling the funnel as best as he can and yeah. i do have to agree with you ua i think that the the fortunate and unfortunate thing is that he's being up front at 
in the beginning. And, you know, people can say no, right? People then have the option of saying no. And then if there is someone that happens to be in the same boat, you know, for the, for the wake and sex, then they can actually say yes. And yeah. so he's at least allowing for that option to happen at the beginning. It may, it may be a little abrasive in some ways, but it does kind of get to his truth of what he wants. It's a filtering system, really. Mm-hmm. My theory is there's like one woman that said yes, and then like it gives men this hope that it could be this simple. And that's all they need is just one. Just one. <laughs> just one. And you know those messages. I mean, I hear this from my guy friends all the time. They'll do like copy and paste messages. Oh, so yeah. anything I- you're getting... Probably 10 other girls are getting it at the same time. I know. So I think the takeaway here, there are a couple things. One is I think setting intentions from the beginning is not a bad thing. And also, how do you respond to something like that as a woman, right? And I think that's the question you're asking. I think it's perfectly normal and honest to be like, great for you. That's what you're looking for. That's not what I'm looking for. So we can end this conversation now because we're obviously not on the same page. There's nothing wrong with this. You know, everybody's like after different things. So if you're not after the same thing, you should just tell each other, be upfront. And I said to him too, I was like, well, I don't think we're on the same page. So best of luck. And then we never actually saw each other. Exactly. And, And for everyone out there, I hope that, you know, one thing that Shirley did, it sounds like, was she didn't take it personally, right? She didn't take this personally. This was just someone who was out for a specific goal and it had nothing to do with the actual other person. So I did have a few other memorable quotes if you guys want to hear them they're not from the same guy they're from randoms on tinder but they're my top five give us top three okay so number one would you like me to give you five orgasms tonight maybe actually (laughs) just five so we have i just got out of a real really long-term relationship and i'm just looking to have sex dtf question mark honest a for honesty on that one and there's a little bit of like a emotional pull right like i just got broken up i was with someone i'm in pain right like a little puppy syndrome yeah dtf Mm. so someone has a hero complex which a lot of people do hey there's your broken victim there we go. Then this is the best one. Okay. You are beautiful. I'd love to eat your box for seven to nine hours. Whoa! And box. then, then no box. response. Followed up with honey? Question mark. <laughs> I mean, two things really stand out from that quote. One is who refers to a vagina as a box anymore? Maybe I, I don't know. I've never actually met someone who I, referred to. <laughs> I, I I did that. Not me personally. I had friends. Right. Never right. me Michael. ever doing anything. <laughs> was a. Uh, but I, I knew people that did refer to a box back in high school days. I've heard the word box, but not in the last like adult life, I would say. Something I'm taking away from this is the diversities of ways that people can say down the fuck, the emotionals, yes. the emotional ladder here. <laughs> totally. Right. I love giving her options of seven to nine hours. <laughs> right. Nine hours, I would think that you might face. <laughs> right. And I, I bet he probably has, he's going to, when he comes in, he has a pizza box ready for two minute breaks here and there. <laughs> not leaving he has a you know sweat rag and all that stuff to just keep going please keep hydrated i think water is really important in this sport hydration for both teams is necessary (laughs) for sure i mean the question is how many people did he send that text or message to perhaps seven to nine a day (laughs) (laughs) so okay i'm i'm gonna move away from this because we have a few takeaways we've already talked about them yes um let's talk about a question of the day 
which comes from our friends, our, our listeners. And the question that a lot of people ask is, okay, should you have sex with someone on their first date? Mm, that's a great question. And may I? Sure. You want to have sex with someone on the first right, date? Or yeah. do you want to answer? Can we? Okay. Right, no. <laughs> uh, may I answer? Okay. I'm going to just take liberties here. I think it all depends, right? And that's an answer no one really enjoys, but it's the truth. Some people are just very physical beings, right? They enjoy sensation of the body, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think as long as both parties are upfront about it, then yes. Now, if one person is and the other person isn't, I think the one person can talk about as an option. And if the other person says no, the end. Simple. That's it. So I think it really depends on yourself. If you love your body and you like exploring it with another person and you just feel so attracted to this other person, I say have fun and be safe. Let's hold that thought for a sec. We'll get right back to it. Spring is in the air, and you know what adds an extra spring to my step? Our partners at Via Hemp. Need to chill out after a long day? There's a Via Gummy for that. Dealing with anxiety or stress? There's a Gummy for that too. Want to set the mood in the bedroom? There's a Gummy for that called High Love. Via also carries a wide array of other gummies with and without THC, ranging from 0 to 100 milligrams. I've been struggling to stay focused lately, so I was excited to try out their Flow State gummies. These felt like a good bet to me too, because they were non-psychoactive and THC-free. But they definitely delivered, boosting my daily energy and focus. So whether you're a 2mg or a 50mg user, you can shop through their website for any strength and effects. So head to ViaHemp and use the code DATABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21+. plus. That's V-I-I-A hemp.com and use the code datable at checkout. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. Confession, I have a secret about how I've been able to update my wardrobe with only high quality but affordable pieces these last few years. And now I have to let the secret out because (laughs) they're sponsoring this episode. It's called Quince. Yeah, you know, you know. Quince has premium European linen dresses, gorgeous just washable silk tops, luxurious cashmere, and the best part, they're priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories. So no more middleman, and that's why it costs less to you. I know Julie got herself some nice cashmere pieces and at only $50 a sweater, come on. And I recently ventured into home goods. I got myself some premium cotton percale sheets, ultra cooling, and just feels like a five-star hotel every night. And it's so perfect for the upcoming hot months. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash datable for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash datable to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E. If you love Datable, we have a podcast you have to check out. Seeing Other People was created to help you feel less alone and more empowered by your dating life. Hosted by your soon-to-be favorite internet big sis, Alana Dunn, an early Hinge employee, modern dater, and now a fiancé, is here to guide you through whatever you're going through. And she covers the gamut of topics, from anti-dating rules, how she went from being an anxious dater to in a secure, healthy relationship, and navigating 
navigating dating burnout. On Tuesdays, Alana brings on expert guests like dating coaches, matchmakers, psychologists, and more. And on Thursdays, Alana is joined by anonymous real-life daters who bear it all and open up about what they faced in their love lives and what they wish they knew going through it. Seeing other people will help you change your dating mindset, develop healthy dating habits, and make you feel like you actually can find what you're looking for. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and tune in every Tuesday and Thursday. I'm conflicted. On one hand, I want to feel the sexual empowerment. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always this like women's sexual empowerment. You should be able to sleep with whomever you want. There's that book, The The Ethical Slut. I don't know if you've read it. It's amazing, right? I've heard good things. But the only thing is, I don't know about anybody else, but after I sleep with someone on a first date, I don't feel so good about myself. Mm-hmm. I feel great in the moment, mm-hmm. but the morning after, I never feel great about myself. And honestly, first time sex is never that good. It's never that right? good. It's always awkward and timing's weird and you're like getting to know each other's bodies. So I personally think I agree. It depends on who you are. You should know yourself that it comes from that self-awareness. But personally for me, I always like to just get to know the person better to Mm -hmm. form some sort of emotional connection Mm -hmm. before I can really strip down and get dirty. You heard that. Dirty. <laughs> Christina Aguilera, that's to you. <laughs> Shirley, what do you think? Um, I I kind of I feel the same way as you guys. I'm I personally don't think it's like make or break for a relationship to start. Because I've actually had a lot of friends that have gotten married to people they've slept with on the first dates. Mm-hmm. And it's not always the people that do this all the time either. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it comes down to just chemistry with that person. And I think a lot of it comes down to how you handle it yourself too, like UA said. If you're the type of person that isn't going to feel good about it, then you absolutely shouldn't. If you're the type of person that's like, okay, I did this. If it becomes a relationship, awesome. If it doesn't, then whatever. Mm-hmm. Then that's one thing too. And I guess also depends what you're looking for. See, I, I, okay. So here's the solution, by the way. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is have sex like seven times in the first day so that you get used to each other, right? Seven to nine times. Seven to nine <laughs> times. <laughs> and sex each other in between. Of course, at 10 a.m. afterwards. <laughs> you know, what something sex does do is that it... Um, it catapults a relationship into either flourishing or diminishing, right? So I actually think sometimes sex is an efficient way to measure if you're a good fit for each other or not. Mm. Maybe just bang, get that out of the way. I totally agree. I've had situations with both where um, we had sex and I was ready to just not see the person again. Uh, We didn't really connect, but then I've had sex with someone and I wanted to have breakfast with him and talk with him and spend time with him. And then, you know, set up for the next time for us to hang out. And I've gotten to know many people that way and got to actually enjoy. Sometimes the the physical experience can lead to an understanding of the connection. Can bond you more for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So here's a question for you, Michael, because women um, always talk about feeling this vulnerability Mm -hmm. after sex. Do men feel that way? Or I mean, I guess you can't speak for all men, but I can't speak for all men. But how do you feel? After sex, after sex with a new partner. Do I feel vulnerable? Uh, Not so much, but I think that sometimes I feel that my partner is vulnerable. So I want to kind of be there if, if, 
it's someone that I enjoy the connection with and I feel that they're feeling vulnerable afterwards. I want to try to take care of them and make sure that they're feeling in a safe space. Even if they, even if it's not someone I fully connect to, I still want to take care of that person. But especially if it's someone I felt connected to, I just want to show them that there's more to them than just their body and kind of just laugh with them afterwards and have, make some jokes and feel comfortable and do some of the weird, funny stuff like blowing on people's stomachs and, Weird. You do that? It's so fun. That's so weird. I, exactly. Like, oh, my God. That's exactly. so weird. You're one of those. It makes Absolutely. that weird farting sound. Which is great. Like it all depends on who you're with, right? If you like that person, anything they do is cute. If you don't like that person, right. anything they do is creepy. Ding, right? ding, 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> if I liked you and you blew on my stomach, I'd be like, oh, my God, that's the cutest gesture ever. But if I didn't like you, I'd be like... What the fuck are you doing, you weirdo? Get out of my belly button. What are you doing? Get out of my house. Girls talk about, you know, that vulnerability, not just after sex, but after the man leaves. Because sometimes mm. guys don't stay long enough. If, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's there's such a, such a thing as staying long enough. I, I have a couple of theories. One is if a lot of guys, if they're leaving in the middle of the night, that means that they were just focused on one thing, right? They just mm-hmm. wanted to have sex. Um, but I do know a few guys that left early because they didn't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. They actually liked the person, but literally did not know what else to do. What do you so, mean, what so, else to do? Like after you had sex and you feel very connected with this person, but you don't know what to say. You don't know how to react. You don't know how to actually respond next in the situation. You don't know what are the next steps. So a lot of guys, they kind of freak out and leave. You also don't want to overstay your welcome either. Right. Wait, so you're saying if a guy really liked a girl, Mm -hmm. he may feel that pressure to to leave. Like Mm -hmm. there's just too much pressure to do something next or take it to the next level. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. You just leave. Yes. Because he doesn't know what to do. So Mm. what a lot of men have learned to do is if they don't know what to do, they're out. Get the fuck out. Done. Right. They don't know what to do. So just leave. I mean, kind of going on a tangent here, but we've grown up in a society where men aren't allowed to show their emotions. Yeah. Right. In, in certain parts, right? Not absolutes by any means, but there's definitely a shun of way of don't cry, mm-hmm. right? Don't express your emotions. Go run it off, right? So they just ran it off. Then they're done, right? So what do they do? They leave. I'm, I'm glad that you're bringing this up into um, a localized perspective because I've read about this tribe in like Southeast Asia hmm. where the women have all the sexual power. Mm-hmm. So what they would do is they go to a social event. If they see a, a man that they want to have sex with, she would tap him on the shoulder. Okay. And he would come over to her place in the middle of the night and he would have to leave before oh, wow. sunrise and he can't use the front door. So they definitely have a back door. Or a window. Or a a fire escape. Or a chimney, I guess. Somewhere in Southeast Asia. I read about this. And it's just the women have all the sexual power. I think a lot of guys would love to know where exactly (laughs) in Southeast Asia that is so that they can book their flights now. Is there such a thing as walk of shame for men? Or is it like walk of fame? I actually did the walk of shame the other day. Ow! Yeah, that that could be for another story. But uh, it, it, it... Outwardly feels like a walk of shame, but internally it feels like a walk of pride for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figure so. Because mm-hmm. it's not like you're in yesterday's makeup. You're not wearing that tight dress you were wearing the night before. Nope. You probably look the same as you do every day. That's so right. 
There's no external differences. Just a little more satisfied about life. Oh my gosh, for seven to nine hours. Seven to nine hours, well hydrated. (laughs) All right, we're going to wrap this up now. Don't forget to submit your stories. And remember, we can always keep you anonymous. You don't have to give your real name. We can distort your voice. You can change all the names in your stories. So we want to create a safe environment for people to submit their stories. We will protect the innocent at all times. (laughs) And also... Stay dateable. The Dateable Podcast is recorded in San Francisco. We would like to thank our sponsor, 500 Brunches, for making this happen. To connect with us, visit dateablepodcast.com. Mm-hmm.